episode 515 of Good Luck High Five. That's right. You're listening to a podcast that's for you if you play Magic the Gathering or Marvel Snap. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what card game are Welcome. you playing on your phone? <laughs> All right. You have options. This one's just going to be about Magic the Gathering, though. Indeed. Uh, but either way, we are here for you. I'm one of your hosts, Maria. I'm another one of your hosts, Megan. And on today's show, uh, we've got a fun new format. Well, new. I'm going to put that in quotations. Coming to Arena on the 13th. Yes, it's the return of the Cube. 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 Uh, Cube is such a stinking delight. It's so fun. Um, it's so much fun. So we're going to give you the lowdown on the great archetypes in Cube, um, you know, so that you can go on, get out there, get some Cube on, especially if, like me, you're really not enjoy- enjoying Brothers War Draft. Yeah, it's another option. It feels like a holiday fun time because it always comes out on the holidays every year. Mm-hmm. So it just feels like a warm, happy, uh, fun format where you get to play with the most powerful cards in Magic. Yeah. Um, it's also going to be the format, Cube Draft, specifically, of the next Arena Open. Wow. This month. So you got to be ready. You got to be ready. And we're going to tell you what some of the best archetypes are because like if you go into cube and you haven't played a lot of cube, it can be pretty overwhelming. Yeah, it absolutely can be. There's like you will open it up and you'll be like, there's like 10 rares that are good enough to first pick in any other draft format. And none of them are good enough to first pick in this (laughs) format. I know it's a format. That's the way cube works. Unlike (laughs) any other, we're going to get you up to speed on cube coming up here. Uh, So that's coming up in the episode. We also got magic story time. Mm -hmm. We've got a randomizer for you. Yes, we do uh it's an exciting episode all around yeah um we also uh, are running a special promotion through our patreon this month yes you can get this very special boggle cruise playmat it's a beauty um with one of a kind unique art by our friend chris uh it's a really really incredible only 98 of them and let me tell you we have about 40 claimed already holy cow so if you want one of these buddies you need to either become a new patron at ten dollars a more or more a month yep or you can up your existing patron pledge by five bucks a month or more. That's $60 if you're doing it annually for one of these absolutely spectacular playmats. We're also going to throw in good luck high five pins that we had just made. Yes, brand new. Who do we have to say thank you to this week? Okay, we have so many people. (laughs) Strap in. Get ready. And also, if you are a new or increased patron, this episode is for you. It's for you. And remember to go and claim whichever part of the episode specifically you want uh, over in our Discord. Please do so. So thank you to Bennett, Hallie, Johan, Alvaro, Wing, Eggmoji, Michael, Robert, Nick, Lynn, other Nick, (laughs) Kit, Aaron, Alex, Brian, Anthony, Infinity Elemental, Nathan, Maria and Megan are cool. Oh, nice name. Kenneth, William, Alan, Ernesto, Jadaris, Brian, Brian, and Kyoji. Yay! Yay! Thank you so Thank much. Thank you so much. Thank you also for literally the best 
weekly patron read oh, so yes. far. Oh, yes. This is the number one of Top, all time. Absolute tops. Wow. Patron read. So Thank exciting. you all so much. Thank you so much. You make this show happen. Uh, it's like a beautiful present you're giving us when you become a new patron or you increase your pledge to get the sweet play mat. Yes. Um, we like to make more content for you, too, to be like, hey, thank you so much for being patrons. You get a lot for your money. Yep. Last week, we had a special patron-only episode about Marvel Snap. Yep. Um, and this week, we're releasing a special in the Good Luck High Five podcast feed. So you can it's just going to be there for you. You don't have to do anything different. What? It's also going to be on the Good Luck High Five YouTube page. What is it? <laughs> All right, everybody. It's a new special called Desk After Dark uh, that I recorded with Monty Davuti. Wow. Yes. So Monty, if you don't know, is my news desk uh, co-anchor for the tournaments uh, for Magic the Gathering. And he was interested in talking about coverage, about the events that we do, answering questions about it, talking about some behind the scenes stuff. So if any of that sounds interesting to you, we have about an hour long conversation about it. It's pretty cool. We recap the 2022 World Championship as well. Talk about arena championships and what it was like to cover events virtually uh, through the pandemic. That's going to be in your feed or on your YouTube on Wednesday. Wow. So check it out. This is like complete value add for you. Yes. And if you have questions about coverage. Yeah. Now you can ask them. You can ask them. Go and ask them. Put them in the in the comments of the video. We'll save them for the next time we record. Going to try and record after the big tournaments that we do. Kind of recapping them and talking about the experience, that kind of thing. So keep in wow. a running list of questions, everybody. Pretty sick. Yeah. Just value. Just straight up value. Just straight up value. And the theme song's really good. Not gonna, you know, toot Ooh. my own horn, but it's a pretty good theme song. So, all right, stay tuned for that. <laughs> uh, thank you as well to our sponsor, Card Kingdom, cardkingdom.com slash GLHF, the best place to go for all of your magic needs slash holiday giving needs. Yes. If you have someone in your life that you don't know what to get them yet, get the magic stuff. <laughs> get the magic stuff. Do you know what? You can't go wrong with magic stuff. You really can't. Even if they don't play magic, what you're doing is gifting them a brand new hobby. That's so right. how about that? <laughs> They've got, Just consider it. They've got a holiday flash sales up on cardkingdom.com slash Uh So every day, it looks like, like most days of the week, they've got a new flash sale that happens. <gasps> So Amazing. right now, today's flash sale is uh, Magic Origins. The day we're recording this, Magic Oranges, as we like to call it. Yes. Um, one of those bundles for 20 bucks as opposed to 30 bucks. Nice. So there'll be new flash deals like every day. So keep going back to their website yeah. and checking them out and seeing what the deals are. Are you, are they already a magic player in your life? Get them magic stuff. Are they not a magic play in your life? Make them one by getting them magic stuff. Look at this. They have guides on there that are like <gasps> best wow. for new players, best for commander players. Oh my goodness. Is that cool? Card Kingdom. Send your mom there. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a good um, randomizer for you, Megan. All right. It's a. It's maybe one of the spookier arts you've had to look at. Ooh, okay. I mean, it's spooky, but it's also just very sort of strange and off-putting. Here you go. Describe this art. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what I'm looking at is I can only describe as a yelling skeleton. A yellington. Yes. The skeleton is yelling. It's also wearing red armor, like a red helmet with a little plume out the back and is nice. carrying like a banner or a pennant um, with it. It's... <laughs> yelling skeleton and what's happening it's, with its eyeballs its eyeballs are arrows that point up 
I don't know what's happening Isn't with its eyeballs. Weird? It is very weird. Okay. Mostly, I'm just so captivated by the fact that the skeleton is is obviously yelling. You know, I had a conversation the other day, which was, what would a skeleton scream actually sound like? Because they don't have any, like, mouth to make the sound. Uh-huh. They don't. Like, they can't talk because they don't have tongues. They don't have tongues. They, if, like, say a skeleton only had vocal cords. <laughs> What would it sound like coming out of its creepy skelly mouth? Wow. Probably very, very scary. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sure there's some kind of AI generator we can uh, employ to find out for us. So just let us yeah. know. Anyway, what do you think this card is called? Okay. Uh, well, obviously, I have to title it Yelling Skeleton. Yelling Skeleton. And what does, he Yellington. Do? What does Yellington do? Um, Yellington is... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it looks like a, it's an old card art, so I'm going to go with two and a black for a one one. Uh huh. Um, and you can pay two and a black and tap it to give other skeletons or soldiers you control plus one plus one. Ooh, great guess. Okay, the name of Yellington, the real name is okay. Lim Duel's High Guard. Wow. Well, do you know what Yellington forever in my heart? <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. It's one black black for a creature skeleton skeleton two one. Okay. Uh, this is. This I was not wrong, far <laughs> no, off about it being not. a one one for three mana. It's a two <laughs> one for three mana. Okay. <laughs> this is an old old fellow. Um, art by Anson Maddox. Uh, it has first strike. It has one in a black regenerate. Oh, nice. So it's like classic. Yeah. Skellington. Classic Skellington. The flavor text. Skellington. The guard will forever stand ready for them. Death is merely an inconvenience, not an ending. Oh. Hardcore. Yeah. I like metal. that card. Yeah. Pretty metal. <laughs> um, all right, Maria, this is yours. <gasps> this one is Hanwir the Writhing Township. It is. I recognize it. This is yeah. a bunch of houses and and farm implements. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that have all slooped together. Slooped themselves together to form a big monster. This is the flip side. This yes. is the, the meld of I don't know which other two cards create this. Um, this is it's the meld of Hanwir Battlements. Um, and Hanware Garrison. Wow. Did you ever create the Writhing Township? No, but I had it created against me. Oh, did you yes. really? Ooh, that's spooky. Yeah. Uh, so this was, yeah, this was one of the meld cards from back in Spooky Moon, aka Eldritch Moon. Um, Hanware Battlements was a land that was a rare. Oh, um, yeah. You could tap dead colorless to your mana pool, or there was red tap target creature gains haste until end of turn. Three red red tap if you own... If you both own and control the battlements and a creature named Hanweir Garrison, exile them, then meld them into Hanweir the Writhing Township, which has trample haste. It's a 7-4. When it attacks, you put two 3-2 three, two horrors also tapped and attacking onto the battlefield. I want to point out that this card type, this creature type is Eldrazi Ooze. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Aren't El all Eldrazi Oozes? It seems like it. They do look pretty sloopy, yep. especially Emra. Cool, the sloopiest of them all. Um, anyways, just a nice, you know, return to Spooky Moon. These are, okay, last week we had both snow cards yeah. and it snowed. Yes. I want to point that out. This week, both spooky cards. Is <gasps> it going to get spooky? Is something going to get spooky? <laughs> It's kind of like, I think we could all use a good spook to shake. I up. mean, for real. And it's coming up to be Christmas, which uh, back in the day, telling spooky Spookiest stories time was of year. what you were supposed to do. Yeah. That's why they say scary ghost stories, you know, in that yeah. one song. <laughs> scary ghost stories and scary ghost stories. No, I'm thinking about, I'm, that was a few of my favorite things. Oh yeah, you're right. I was trying to sing, um, 
Oh, now I've got favorite things in my Sorry, head. Sorry, I oh yeah, now you will only be it's able to hear erased. that song. And Christmas Carol is a ghost story. Oh yeah, it is. So like, why do people tell ghost stories at Christmas? Why? Well, why? Because you should. <laughs> you should get spooked. Because you should get spooked. You yeah. have a bunch of people in a room together. What are you gonna do? Get, get spooked. spooked. Let's talk about Arena Cube. All right. Do you like Cuban? Yeah, you, I love you Cuban. Be Cuban. I'm especially excited to Cube because I've been having a bad time in draft. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's a fun. tough format. I played in the um, yeah. the uh, qualifier weekend. Yeah, um, this past weekend, which was you know sealed. Yeah, and I had some banger decks. Couldn't get there. Yeah, even with banger decks. Um, I was talking with a friend who just like play plays some Magic, and they were also like this, like I'm not having a good time. It's a bad time. Um, they're a better player than I am and better at draft. And they're but just I like, also it's a say bad people time. who say they love it. Who? I mean, I've seen it. Who Maria? <laughs> I don't believe you. Unless you can tell me give someone me specific, give me names so I can go find them and tell them why they're wrong. Do you know who I played in that, uh, qualifier weekend? Who qualifier? Yuya Watanabe. Wow. <laughs> I was like, uh. <laughs> all right. And I almost won two of them working for those meddling kids. Yeah. It was so close. I think I messed up. Oh, okay. Story of my life. Yeah. I'll be in a tough situation that I'll lose because I get too nervous. I know that this is supposed to be talking about cube draft, but I just want to complain for a minute more. <laughs> Go for it. I just feel like, and I was talking about this with my friend also, like that it just feels like a lot of the games aren't decided by my decisions. What like are they the decided outcome by? Of, it's just based on um, who drew a better rare or who drew fewer lands. Yeah. And let's like, or who drew like the better mix of lands and spells. Cause it like, and I'm including when I win in that, like I, I, you know, like even when I have like a seven wins deck, I look at it and I'm like, I didn't, I didn't remember these games for cool stuff that cool decisions that I made. I like, it just felt like a hundred percent across the board. It was decided by, it was decided Who played by the big, big uh, boom, boom. Yes, exactly. Or did one of us get mana screwed or did one of us get mana flooded? There is no, okay. I'm going to retract the same thing I was about to say. Okay. Retract what was it? I was going to be like, what, what is the mechanic in this set that helps you smooth your mana? And it's the smaller cantrip artifacts. Yes. Because they're trying to put those in all sets, you know? Yes. Anyway, I just tried to drink from my highball can, which, yeah. by the way, is not, I don't mean a highball, it's an energy drink, and I spilled it all over myself. Yeah. You saw, if you're watching the video. I also had to keep talking through it <laughs> happening as if it wasn't happening. But here's the I thing. I was working really hard. I would say that I mess up drinking something out of a can. 70% of the time, I drink something out of a can. You should consider... Here, a glass. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Honestly, Have that's just what I was going to say. Have you considered a cup? But what would you happen? Have a, a travel cup and a straw. What would happen if I put this into a travel cup? Would it defizz? Would it what? defizz faster, do you think? Or would it be the same? Is it there might, something about the it can? It might defizz marginally faster just because you lose some fizz in the pouring action. And it has oh. more of like, it might have more of a surface area to lose the fizz. We need some science on this. But I don't honestly 
I think that your overall beverage consumption experience (laughs) might still be net improved. Well, we can see. We can see. Next week, I'll come in with a little sippy cup and we'll see how it goes. See, if you put a cup with a lid on it, like a lid and a straw, then one, you can drink out of a straw, which is the top way to drink a beverage, okay? (laughs) I'm going to go on record with this hot take. We need a March Madness bracket. (laughs) Best way to drink a beverage. Top way to drink a beverage is a straw. Versus can. I think um, I like can. I think person. I have. But why? You can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> it tastes the best. So I don't like plastic bottle. Not interested. But, but canned sodas are like the. Okay. <laughs> now we're really getting into it. <laughs> oh my God. Ways to drink a soda are one. 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 Um, fountain soda. Two. Well. Like yeah. a three liter that you've poured into a cup. Oh, three liter. Didn't three. Think of, wait, did you mean a two liter? Or two liter, yeah. Sure, whatever. <laughs> a a if big, only they you know, a three a liter. big one yes. that you pour into a cup. Yeah. Three good. is a can. And four <laughs> is a bottle. Okay, yeah, I think I might agree with you. But what about plastic versus glass bottle? Does a glass bottle change glass your ranking? Glass bottle, Coke, top. <laughs> That's top above fountain soda. Holy it goes, cow. It goes glass bottle. Okay, glass bottle. And where's straw soda. in this? Oh, uh, you can use a straw in any of these scenarios. And a straw will, no matter which scenario you use it in, will improve, will improve it? that scenario. Ooh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what were we talking about? You know what? Who knows? <laughs> Who can say? I need to backtrack all the way through. Like, what have we talked about? Okay, ranking ways to drink a soda. Straws, top ways to drink Maria things, drinks a scam like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. All right. Cube Cube. It's running December 13th through January 1st on Magic the Gathering Arena. Uh, It's a selection of the best cards that exist on Arena. So you can play the most powerful stuff that you possibly can in this. Um, It's phantom, meaning you don't get to keep the cards, which keeps the cost down. 4,000 gold or 600 gems, best of one or best of three available. You win gold and individual card rewards. Yeah. Um, So there is a refreshed card list. Yes. Um, for this, they're always updating it. Yeah. Um, which is very exciting. You know, you get the the latest hits. Yeah, the latest and greatest hits. And like we said, the arena open this month is going to be Cube Draft, which is very mm-hmm. fun to have an open that's a draft, day one and day two. Um, and uh, that's on the 17th. If you want to mark your calendar, that's day one of that that yep. event. Um, so you might look at this card list or these card lists yeah. and they are, they are long. They are extensive. You might be wondering to yourself, how on earth do I know what to draft? Especially in this like format. when you said you open it up and you open like 10 mythics. Literally it's like 10 like, rares and mythic oh. rares. Um, so yeah, let's start it off with, do you know what? You can go aggro in these. You sure can. Um, you can go aggro with mono white yeah so we're going to talk about some of the top tier strategies of course in cube you can do whatever yeah, you want you okay? can honestly do whatever you all want all of the cards are good but these are the strategies which have proved themselves time and time again to be yeah. really really excellent and also if it's one of your first times drafting yes. cube are like yeah. a great place to start to just familiarize yourself with what are people doing absolutely mono white I love this archetype mm-hmm. call me basic call me basic planes but here I am <laughs> <laughs> uh, you get to play with cards like Adeline Resplendent Cathar, yeah. which creates soldiers for you when you're attacking. Banalish Marshall, which gives your creatures plus one, plus one. Mm-hmm. Wedding Announcement. Just an all-around excellent card. Gives you creatures. So good. Draws you cards. Becomes Pumps an anthem. Yes. Yeah. 
uh, Restoration Angel, which will flicker things in and out. What a classic card yes. here in white. Um, and of course, Adanto Vanguard. My favorite. Um, a little early drop that you can make indestructible. I uh, I just love Adanto mm-hmm. Vanguard. It's probably one of my favorite cards of all time. Happy to see it here in yeah. this cube. Mono white, you know, like we said, the, we could talk about almost every single card that exists uh, in yes. white because they're all uh, just supreme. Ao the Dawn Sky, a recent addition yep. from Kamigawa. That's a great card. People are playing in Constructed. You can play it here in the cube. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got ways to protect your creatures with Dauntless Bodyguard. I mean, yeah, um, they're all good. Yeah, they're all good. Uh, Clarion Spirit. Uh, this is the one in a white 2-2. Two, two. When you cast a second spell each turn, you make a 1-1 one, one spirit. Oh, yeah. So you want to be, you know, casting lots of stuff. Great uh, equipment to put on your creatures with Maul of the Skyclaves. Oh, yeah. Send them into the air and swing for a bunch of damage. Um, we've got Elite Spellbinder to slow your opponents down. I mean... History of Benalia. Another, so like, good. ooh, what a classic. History of Benalia. Oh. Haven't seen oh, it in yeah. a while because uh, it rotated out, but it makes a bunch of knights and then makes your knights big. Yeah. When you attack with them, real nice. Yeah, I think this is a, a, f- a fabulous list of white cards. They're all mm-hmm. kind of along the same axes. Like, sometimes you worry about white um, because you're like, oh... There's, will I peter out? Will I peter out? But these cards, they they give you advantage in the late yeah. game. Luminarch Aspirant. In so many different putting ways. Putting counters on things that return. Exactly. Um, intrepid Adversary can come down and pump up your whole team. A card like welp- Welcoming Vampire, which draws you cards when you play small creatures. Yeah. Um, a new one is Kayla's Command. So this is from this most recent set. Ooh. Um, so uh, this is a card. It's one white, white sorcery. Choose two. Oh, yeah. Create a two, two colorless construct artifact creature token. Put a plus one, plus one counter on a creature you control. It gains double strike until end of turn. Nice. Search your library for a basic planes card. Reveal it. Put it into your hand and shuffle. Or you gain two life and scry two. The only thing you have to be cautious about with white is that you make sure you're drafting cards that are aggressive mm-hmm. <clears throat> and not the ones that are for controlling strategies, which there are a few, of course, like Approach of the Second Sun. Ah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> which we'll get to in a bit. Uh, overwhelming splendor, some more yeah. of a controlling card. So that's the only thing I'll just point out there is uh, make sure that you're trying to attack because mm-hmm. that's what you want to do. Uh, speaking of attacking, another archetype that is probably the best archetype in the cube, unfortunately. <laughs> Mono red. Yes. Uh, so this one, you've got things like lightning bolt. Hey, you can't uh, go wrong with the classic. Classic. Lightning bolt. Bomat Courier. Oh, yeah. Why do we put card draw in red? I don't know. <laughs> I have yet to find out. I have yet to hear a compelling reason. <laughs> uh, speaking of that, experimental frenzies in this cube. That's another way to draw cards in Why? red, Megan. What do you think about that? Do we allow red to do this? <laughs> Why do we stand for it? Why do we sit here and stand for it? Why? Uh, anyways, <clears throat> Chandra, Torch of Defiance, Bone Crusher Giant, of course. Welcome one back. One of the classics. Um, so red, of course, just dealing damage to face, direct damage, mm-hmm. bunch of creatures that can get in there with, with early hasty amounts of damage. Ember Cleave is in this cube, everybody. Ooh, be aware of it. sword that'll get yeah. you dead pretty fast. Very fast. Glory Bringer, 
Good enough to win a pro tour. Good enough oh, to win yeah. you a game in Cube. I'll tell you that. Yep. Um, light up the stage. Oh yeah. Why do we put card draw, draw on draw red? Some more cards with that card there. Why are we doing it? I don't understand. <laughs> Monastery Swift Spear. That's an example of a tiny little red creature with prowess that you mm-hmm. can uh, play early. It has haste as well. Yeah, we've got the phoenixes like Phoenix Chick, Phoenix of Ash, stuff that can come back from the graveyard. Phoeni, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> Phenai. Unholy Heat, an excellent removal spell for a single red mana. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it does what mono red's going to do. Yeah. Does what it says on the tin. Um, <laughs> you can also splash white in mono red if you want for cards like Showdown of the Scalds, which mm-hmm. is in this cube. And it once again, lets you draw cards. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I don't know. You know, you know. Um, next up is another classic strategy, big green. Yeah. This one might rival red for, um, one of the best cube decks. Um, and this is also fairly straightforward. I'd say this is probably the deck I would point, um, new players to along with um, mono white, um, to draft. Uh, I love doing this. Look, there's no creator of, but what are you going to do? You know what you, there's a lot of things that are other stuff that are a Fair, close enough. Um, you want to take lots of things that help ramp you, like Lanoir Elves. The classic, the OG. Yes. Um, and then you know what? You're just playing big green creatures. Uh, they're good. Elder Gargaroth. It's a good card. Do you know what? It's a good card. It's a big it's elephant. A big, is that what it is? Uh, is the, it a it's beast? a beast. A beast. Um, Defiler of Vigor. Yuck. This is a new one. And do you know what? Wow. It'll make it bad. It'll defile your vigor. Let me tell you that. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. Asika's Chariot, of course. Um, yeah. You can You just, you know what? Cast big things. Uh, there's cards like Lotus Cobra, which mm-hmm. has landfall. Whenever a land enters a battlefield under your control, you can add a mana of any color to help ramp you. So take your tiny little yeah. ramp creatures and then take your payoffs. It's a one-two punch in Go Big Green. That's all you need to do. You don't yep. need to do anything fancy. Take creatures that get your mana, uh, cheat your mana in, and then take big payoffs. Yeah. Oh, Maria, you can also cast Toski Bearer of Secrets. I love Toski. You can cast Squirrel. Squirrel. You know. Squirrel. A big payoff in Mono Green is also a card like Renin 7, which is a giant oh, yeah. walker, as well as Ulamog, the Ceaseless Hunger. Nice. Uh, card's, card's your, nice. Get your Mog on. Yeah. Big Green. Get your Mog on. <laughs> uh, next up, ooh, Azorius Control. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Control is a very popular archetype to draft in Cube, mm-hmm. whether it be Esper, whether it be Azorius. Um, people seem to think that Azorius is a stronger version of the two, um, but you can do whatever you want, like we said. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to talk about Azorius Control. We mentioned Approach to the Second Sun. Yes. Uh, just a nice, clean win con. You don't have to yeah. attack. You don't have to do anything. Approach the Second Sun, the end. The end. You win. Um, of course, there's tons of uh, card advantage, like Teferi, Hero of Dominaria. Yuck. Love him. Five <laughs> mana Teferi. Sphinx's Ugh. Revelation. Oh, if there you, you go. Never had the joy <laughs> of casting a Sphinx's Revelation. Oh, yeah. Do yourself. Do yourself a favor. Just draft this deck. Take a Sphinx's Rev. Cast a Sphinx's Rev. It'll change your life. Okay? <laughs> gonna, casting a Sphinx's Revelation is going to change your life. One of the cool things about Cube is playing with cards that have been like iconic across the game for so many years mm-hmm. since its inception. One of those is Counterspell. Yeah. Counterspell is in this cube. Two Beautiful. blue mana. Counterspell. Yeah. There you go. Um, You can, you know what? 
a great thing to do in control is to take extra turns. Yeah. Once you've really established <laughs> your, that you can. Dominance. Yeah. You can take all runs epiphany. Oh, yeah. Make some birds. That's a great one. Um, um, I like Sublime Epiphany is another great uh, ooh, later yeah. game spell. That card is so powerful. It does everything. Feels great. Uh, just to cast one. Yeah. Um, yes. It, accurate. You know what? Can you unlock using all five modes? <laughs> Try it. <laughs> have you done it? Yes. I feel like I definitely yeah. have in cube. Yeah. Um, um, a new, uh, oh, I'll save this one for the next archetype that I'm going to talk about. <laughs> um, anyway, is there any more that you want to talk about? There's shark typhoon. Yeah. There's search for us. Canta. Great. Uh, oh, search for us. Canta. Amazing. It's really all great. there for you. It's ex- extremely strong. Yeah. Uh, the next archetype that we want to mention, um, is, is it tempo? Yeah. So if you're like, I don't want to be classic aggro. Yep. I don't want to be classic control. Hey, you can be tempo with cards like Terramander and Sprite Dragon, little cheap flyers that can get big. Excellent. You have cards like Magma Opus that you can cast later. Uh, Lightning Bolt, Expressive Iteration. You've got card advantage. You've got removal. You've got cheap little creatures to get in there. Yeah, you've got your small creatures. You bounce your opponent's stuff or you counter it so they can't get anything on the board. And then you swing in with your little dudes for the win. Uh, Telerian Terror, I wanted to point out, is now in this queue. That's going to be a really nice addition to this Is It Tempo deck. Totally goes in this Is It Tempo archetype. Can you cast a Telerian Terror for one blue mana? I bet you can. That's another challenge for you. Can you get it done? All five modes of Sublime Epiphany, one mana Telerian Terror. Yeah. We're gonna, we'll are we'll make a little bingo sheet make for you. Make it happen, you. yeah. <laughs> cube bingo. Cube bingo. Oh, that's this? cute. That's a cute idea. Um, if you're playing cube and you really want to play cube, uh, you want to play all the cards that you take, you can play yes. five color. Oh, amazing. I love playing five color in this cube because you have stuff like Field of the Dead, yep. which just rewards you eventually for just playing lands. Making a bunch of make zombies. Make your lands, land drops. Make zombies. Golos Tireless Pilgrim. Gross. Uh, Asika, God of the Tree, who the other side is the Prismatic Bridge. Oh, so good. If you can cast a Prismatic Bridge, it is so much fun. Oh, it's excellent. You just get to put permanence into play. It's incredible. That's my goal for myself, this cube. I want to do that. Yes. Because it's so fun. It is very, very fun. Uh, Oracle of Moldaya. This is one of my favorites across a lot of cubes. Yeah. It's a card. It's uh, three and a green for a two-two. And you can look at the top card of your library. You can play lands from the top of your library. And you can play an extra land each turn. Really, really, really Really cool. good. Especially in a deck like this. So you've got to prioritize taking uh, lands in this mm-hmm. archetype. Is uh, When do you take them if you're drafting this? I mean, unless there is like my... I think my order for drafting in this kind of goes at the top is um, the the huge bombs. And I'm talking about that only includes Field of the Dead, Golos, and yeah. Asika. Yeah, I agree. I take one of those three cards. If or I don't see one land. of the, those, I take a land. Okay, great. <laughs> I put Uvenwald Hydra under this list as mm-hmm. well because its power and toughness are each equal to the number of lands you control. Yeah. And then when it uh, enters the battlefield, you go, get to go find a land and put yeah. it into play. So, like, that's pretty good. Nice. That helps you find your colors of mana. Uh, so a super fun um, archetype to draft in cube. Yeah. Um, finally, we've got this uh, this tricksy little one, which I've never done, but uh, it seems like super fun. Racto Sacrifice. Yeah. You've got all the tools you need. You have Priest of Forgotten Gods, which is one of the best sacrifice oh, outlets that's been so available good. on Arena. Uh, just really, really nice. Blood Artist, which is, a gr- like again, great. Um, Bastion of Remembrance, Meat Hook Massacre, Lolth. Lolth is 
an incredibly powerful Loth is card. a house. Exactly. Especially a in a deck house. like this. Uh, you can't play Meat Don't Hook. say the phrase spider house. <laughs> What's wrong with you? It's a new reality series on MTV. No. Spider house. No. Uh, Meat Hook Massacre. They had to ban it. But guess what? You can play it in this. You can play it in Cube. You love Bastion of Remembrance. I put I this on do here because love Bastion of Remembrance. You love drafting decks with this. Oh, it's because I loved drafting the humans, humans. deck. Yeah. It was very, very nice. Uh, and Bastion of Remembrance helps you. It helps you uh, sacrifice humans, but still get humans. So get your value. But yes. Have your cake in 82. That should be the flavor text, except this, it wouldn't make sense. Uh, this is, it's an enchantment for two and a black. You make a 1-1 one, one when it enters the battlefield. Uh, whenever a creature you control dies, each opponent loses one life and you gain one life. Yeah. Nice. It's great. Um. These are our top archetypes for cube. Mm -hmm. So if you want a kind of a guidebook of where to go once you open your first pack and you're feeling a little confused, you can always use this as a way to set yourself up in an archetype that's really great. Yeah. But of course, like we said, cube is the Wild West. You can basically do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. uh, every card is good. Every card is good. Every card has potential. Yeah. It's like a, a, a well-stocked kitchen. Yes. And you just have to make what can you cook? the dish. What will you cook? In my kitchen, I have lemon juice, moldy bread, one egg, old or new, no one can say, uh, paprika, and water. <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't cook in that kitchen. I just like try, you know, those call and radio shows that are like, these are the ingredients I have. What can I make? Yeah. Sometimes I just really want to call in with that. And they'll yep. be like, I can't help you. You can make nothing. <laughs> You can make go to the grocery store. You can make a diarrhea, an evening of diarrhea. <laughs> that sounds like fun for everybody. Oh. <laughs> All right. Story time with Megan. Yes. Uh, it is time for episode four of the Dominaria United story, A Brutal Blow. Ooh. Uh, okay. Still enjoying these. They're great. I've said it before. Yeah. Um, this one is a little bit more action-packed than the others. If you'll recall last time, they were all in a tower together. Uh, Karn, accusing. Jaya, Teferi, Joda, Sten, accusing each other. And Sten turned out to be a Phyrexian sleeper agent. It was Sten all along. It was Sten all along. And he didn't even know it. That's what they keep saying about these Phyrexian sleeper agents, you know? You don't mm. even... They don't even know it themselves. Do you think they understand it once they go Phyrexian? Yes, then they know. But do they know who they were or are they only Phyrexian? Oh man, great question. Do you know? And this episode delves a little bit into oh, it. Which excellent. is that like largely, so for the most part, um, they remember that they were human, but they have only a Phyrexian's disdain for humanity. Wow. For having been human. They're like, ew, I was like you once. Gross. Uh, it doesn't it suck to be human? And all the humans are like, no, oh, does not. Oh, that's kind of creepy. Uh, so yeah. Anyways, oh poor Sten. I know, poor Sten. Uh, but Sten Phyrexian now. Sten's card, paranoid partisan. I mean, yeah, he was paranoid for a good reason. For a good out. reason. <laughs> Sten, it was you all along. Anyways, so they summon our heroes, summon the Weatherlight, and the Weatherlight comes <gasps> and rescues them from the tower and carries them away. Cool. Uh, and so. They well, just whistle. <laughs> yeah. They basically, they use, it's like a little like, you know, clicker. Like, cl clicker. <laughs> it's like a little clicker that summons the weather light. Here it comes. They're like, hey, Here come it. pick us up. <laughs> right. I don't know if they have to talk into it or if they just hey, click it. Come hey, come us. get me. Uh, anyways. So Shauna and the crew of the weather light, come and get them. 
and they're like, what are we going to do now? Uh, we, we lost our guys, right? The city of Argive, where they were, Completely they're like, Phyrexianized. Yep, it is. It has been Phyrexianized. It Phyrexian now. Jeez. Yes. Um, Shauna is there on the we- weather light. So many of our friends that we know, right? Arvad, the cursed. Oh, uh, still cursed. Vamp. Yeah, still, still cursed. Um, Raph is there. Tiana is there. Slimefoot. <gasps> Slimefoot is still stowing away? Uh, yes, Slimefoot still stowing away. But do they know Slimefoot's there? Yes, Slimefoot's okay. just standing there. So in the now, yeah. <laughs> now Slimefoot is a crew member, yes, not a stowaway. Exactly. Slimefoot, do some job. Hey, Slimefoot, go swab the deck. Swab the poop deck. <laughs> That's a job for Slimefoot. Is a Squee there? I don't know what Squee's Do you know what? doing. Squee is not in this scene, so okay. I don't know what Squee's up to. Who knows? Um, anyways, so they're, they have a little meeting, and they're like, what are we going to do? And Karn's like, the best thing that we can do is force the Phyrexians into open war right now before they have more time to just secretly infiltrate everywhere, All right, right? That's a plan. Like, we cannot just keep giving them prep time for yeah. their real bad ideas. Um, they're like, there's three things that they want. They want the Silex. Which is why Karn found hit it. in the very yeah in the very beginning, and he hid the silex, uh, the mana rig, which is like Joyra's workshop that does other things. Cheese, um, cheese, and me, Karn. Oh, you know, they, they want, want they want Karn. Although they buried him in rubble, so I don't know why they didn't take him then. But uh, they're all like that. You know that that's a. That would be bad for you to get captured. And Karn's like, yep, but what else are we going to do? And they're like, I guess you're right. But also Karn can time travel, right? Karn can time travel? I don't think he can time travel. No, he can normal travel. <laughs> he can foot travel and he can planeswalker spark travel. Can Karn time travel? I don't believe Karn can time travel. <laughs> I Yes, Karn is a time traveling silver golem planeswalker what? from Dominaria. I didn't know Karn could time travel. I think it was a, the point of his being why he was made, but I can't remember why. He was made as a war machine by Urza. To time travel and go back in time and make war? I don't know. Okay, anyway. All right. Well, we'll I'll look into looking. more of Karn's time traveling abilities. Yes, yes, yes. But right now, Karn is just, you know, a sad robot having a bad time. Yeah. Um. Anyways, so they're like, what are we going to do? And they're like, I guess we're going to all split up and recruit allies from all across Dominaria. Um, and we'll get them to all come here to the mana rig and we'll fight the Phyrexians. Oh, yeah. Uh, and Raph is like, yeah, my sister will join you. Jaya's like, I'm going to go find Danitha. Joda's like, I'm going to go find the elves at Yavamaya. Karn's like, I'm going to go to the mana rig, talk to Joyra. Assemble the Legion. Exactly. They're like, we're going to we're gonna all go. Teferi's like, I'm going to come with you um, and go also get allies from Shiv, the dragons and the Viashino and the goblins and all the red manas from Dominaria. Okay, Karn was created to travel back in time to correct er- errors Urza had made in the past. Oh. Yeah. It didn't work and caused rifts, which eventually destroyed the Chalarian Academy, etc. Wow. Yeah. Karn. Karn. Well, Urza's fault. Yes. But Karn feels bad about everything yeah. that he did, even though Urza made him do it. Oh, so Karn. I know. Um, anyways, and uh, Jaya's like, how are we going to know if one of us becomes Phyrexian? And Karn's like, oh, the scryer can't see, you know, like my fancy scryer thing that I made can't see the Phyrexians. It's just fog. So if I can't see you, you're Phyrexian. Jeez. And Jaya's like, woof, bad times. Can you imagine someone to be like, oh, by the way, I no, because I have a, my little fancy seer and you're a Phyrexian. Yeah. And you're like, exactly. And no, you're like, I'm not. No, I'm not. And like, you don't know that you, you are. Because you don't know. You're like, yeah, you are. Wow. Um, so 
uh, Jaya and Ajani go to find Danatha. Um, and Danatha's like, hey, my knights aren't going to help fight you until you like you remember back at the summit where that one Phyrexian like the kickoff to all of this when Karn like went to the meeting between Rada and yes. Aaron Capuchin. Yeah. And the Phyrexians ran off with Aaron Capuchin. Okay. Danatha's dad. Um, and they were like, Danatha's like, I'm going to go rescue my dad first. Um, <laughs> come help me. And, you know, either way, like after you help me, we'll help you. Sure. Okay. Um, and Jaya's like. We don't have that kind of time, Danatha. Jaya, Jaya is initially like, we don't have time for that. And Danatha's like, well, well you're you don't get my soldiers. To. So Exactly. Wow. So let's go rescue my dad. Uh, Joda goes to Yavamaya to talk to the elves. Um, and he's like, oh, there's this. Maria is the name of the current Yavamayan elf leader. And Ooh. she's like very young for an elf. And he's like, what's going on? And she also likes Thran technology. And Maria's like, that's look, cool. buddy, our, like the elves aren't going to leave uh, Yavamaya, okay? We're just going to stay here. If the fight comes here, we'll fight them. And if the fight doesn't come here, we're not going to fight them. We're not going with you. And Joda's like, that's a bummer. I failed. Why does he think he failed after literally one four-minute he- conversation? I don't know. <laughs> Joda apparently thinks- He did thinks- what he was supposed to do. She can't force them. I mean, but he could talk to them more. He talks to her once for like four minutes and is like, never So the mind. elves are like, no. Yes. The elves are like, no. And Joda's like, bummer. Wow, that's like Lord of the Rings right there. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. You know what? Nah, we're good. All right. We return um, to Jaya and Ajani and Danatha. Um, there's a cave with Phyrexians in it where they have Aaron Capuchin. And they've... You know, they've made like a whole attack plan for this cave. Yeah. Um, there's like an attack farther out, like a little skirmish, draws some of them out. Jaya makes like a fire in the cave, you know, like blasts a fire in the cave. Whoa. And they all come running out. Obviously, they're spooked. And then the knights start fighting them. Uh, but then uh, as they're like all fighting, then someone comes out of the cave and it's Urtai which who Jaya knew back in the day. Oh, um, but Urtai has obviously been Phyrexianized. And apparently Urtai, I didn't know this, died in the past. Oh. And the Phyrexians brought him back to life and completed him. Holy cow. Exactly. That's some powerful stuff there, Phyrexians. Uh, so anyways, they're like very, they're very, you know, they're very spooked. Urtai's there. And then he's like, and also look, here's Aaron Capuchin. He also been a little bit completed. We'll come back to that in a minute, though. Oh, now we what? go to Karn, uh, who is talking with Teferi and Joyra. Uh, they're try- Teferi's like, you know what? The goblins are in with us because they think everyone else eventually is going to come along. And the goblins want <laughs> to be like, we joined first. <laughs> Smart goblins. Um, exactly. The Viashino and the Daragaz and the Gitu and the... Oh, wait, Daragaz is like the big dragon of the place. Yes. Um, and the dragons are like talking about it. The Gitu are thinking about it. The Vishino are thinking about it. Anyways, you know, real bad, you know, real bad for us. Look, we'll they, see we they know how around. to fight them. They, exactly. are, they don't like fire. Yes. And then, right, so they're in <laughs> Shiv with the mana rig and everything. Yeah. Uh, and they're, the weatherlight is there circling and then like a giant Phyrexian monstrosity comes <gasps> and starts like attacking the weatherlight. No! Not exactly. Our car. Uh, and they're like, oh no. And the Phyrexian, like, big monstrosity in the air is just easily, like, housing the weather light, no. right? 
Um, our Subaru. Then Derrigaz comes flying up and just full on incinerates the Phyrexian. Oh, Just Derrigaz. lights it Gosh, up. Yay. Exactly. Good job. Um, lights it up, flies down, and is like, all right, we're with you. We're with y'all. I just saying a couple of times in the story, you've mentioned fire against the Phyrexians, and both times the Phyrexians were like, I don't like oh, fire. No. Yeah, they don't like fire. That's for sure. Uh, They're anyways. water type Pokemons. <laughs> All right. Now we cut back to the cave with Jaya and Danatha and Ajani. And Aaron Capuchin has stepped out and he been Phyrexianized. But Jaya's like, oh, Aaron can like Aaron unlike all the other Phyrexians is self-aware and can feel and it can feel that he's been Phyrexianized what? and has like his two sides at war. The part of him that's human and is like horrified. And the part that's Phyrexian spook. Um, it is very s- spooky. I'll read this part to you. Okay. Um, he was still Aaron Capuchin and he knew what had been done to him, what it meant. His lips formed the words, please don't look at me, but he did not and could not voice them. Wow. <laughs> Um, Urtai is like, Hey, Aaron, go fight your daughter. (laughs) Um, and so Aaron is like, you could, he's like fighting kind of like jerkily because he's like trying to not fight. Yes. He's trying to not fight. Um, and then Aaron's like, Danitha freaking kill me. Okay, please. (laughs) And Danitha's like, I'm very sad, but yes. And so she kills him, um, in a fight. It's a bad time. Yeah. Um, and then they're like, oh, okay, great. We've, we've killed Aaron Capish and we couldn't rescue him. Real bummer. And then the mountain like shakes and like a Phyrexian monstrosity, like a big, like war machine dreadnought Phyrexian shakes loose from the mountain and starts to attack all the soldiers. And it's big oh. and it's a problem, you know, it's like the size of a mountain. Okay. We cut back to the, the forest with the elves. Yeah. Um, just as they're like about to, Joda's about to leave and Mary is about to leave, they're like, something's coming. And then sure enough, uh, like a big dragon engine that none other than what's her name? <laughs> none other than what's her name? None other than what's her name? Rona. Rona. That Rona is piloting comes in and like sonic roars through the forest and makes like li- like kills birds with its sonic roar literally oh. um, and destroys a bunch of trees and just like uprooting trees. And now the elves are like, okay, now you've exactly. gone one step too far. Yeah, Maria is like, oh well. Um, but luckily from where it like, it as it, you know, pulled itself up from the earth, it also exposed all these other Thran artifacts. And Maria, one of her things is like, she is into the oh. Thran artifacts and she sees one and she's like, if you get me over to that artifact i think it'll help save us um and they're trying to you know like kill the big dragon engine uh but it is a giant metal dragon engine it don't care that's why you bury your valuables in the backyard yes okay we jump back to urtai they're all losing like they're losing okay our our boys (laughs) they're losing they're losing danitha jaya johnny they losing uh that's that's it (laughs) back to the forest okay um 
Joda for a while makes a shield. He's like, okay, I can make a temporary shield for like the next sonic blast that this dragon engine sends at us. Okay. Um, and while we do that, like I'll also, I can portal you over to where that thing is. Or wait, no, Maria is like, I have this fancy Thran glider. So she grabs him and they fly down to this artifact oh, that she sick. saw. I want um, And he's like, okay, this is what I think it is. Um, and so she like activates this little artifact and she's like, portal me and you out of here right now, buddy. And so he portals them out and she chucks it through, you know, Sick. at the very last yeah. minute. Great. And it turns out that it's like this Thran artifact that creates a huge spherical vacuum. Like it sucks all the air out um, from the sphere around the dragon engine. And so like everything starts like you all know what a sound needs to travel yes air sound. and also like it is partly organic right so huh. all the organic parts of it just like die are starting to wither apart sure, yeah um and rona last ditch like pilots part of it out of the sphere like the vacuum sphere and rona runs away wow. into the forest um and luckily the drag so the dragon engine has been felled by this weird like vacuum like thran artifact ball. that makes a vacuum around it um and maria's like i guess we're gonna have to fight right and joda's like yeah yep. you're gonna have to fight yeah, sure are okay um so we jump back to Jaya. They're having a bad time. Bad they're time being, still. They're being big time attacked by yeah. this big Phyrexian dreadnought monstrosity. But then um, this golden ship comes out of the sky. What? Which is the golden Argosi. <laughs> the Argosi. Yes. Uh, which is, and then Rada and all of Rada's, like, you know, all of Rada's people wow. are flying through the sky and jump onto the back of the dreadnought. And Rada just like full on like gouges its eye out herself Sick. and kills it. She just, yeah, just like stabs, nice. stabs its eye out. Um, and they all together, Rada and Danitha and Jaya all together take down the dreadnought now that Rada has landed on its back and all of her forces land on its back and like are killing the dreadnought from the top. Um, you know, great. Things there seem like they're going to, do you know what? They they escaped this one. They got out of this. Urtai's like, Shieldred's going to hear about this. <laughs> and Jaya's like, yeah, she better. I'm telling mom. Basically, yes. Wow. Um, so all the Keldons came, rescued the Banalish Knights. That was the alliance that they were trying to make at the beginning anyways. So it seems like now at least there's going to be that. Wow, that was action-packed. It was action-packed. Um, all right, and finally, Karn and Joyra like have a nice little reunion. Um, oh, you that's know, cute. Like They're they friends. have a hug, yeah. and Karn is sad because he's like, oh, I'm kind of warm like people are when they're warm, but if you hug me, I'm just metal when you hug me, and he feels bad about giving people hugs because he's like, it's not, ni it's not as nice to hug me as it is to hug a person. I let me tell you this, Karn. If a robot could freaking give me a hug, I would love that hug yeah. more than any human hug. It'd be so cool. Um, anyways, so they have like a nice little reunion moment. Um, but then uh, Joda calls on the on the weatherlight whistle, like on the weatherlight summoner, and is like, Karn, there's a spy in the new coalition. <gasps> and that's the end of dun, that. Dun dun dun! Cliffhanger. Yeah. Oh, who is it going to be? Maria. Do I already know? You know. And who I it's just forgot. Be. Oh yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, I'll leave you in suspense but, if y'all can't remember. Yeah. That's chapter four. The only one chapter remains of oh Dominaria United story. That's so exciting. Yeah. That felt like a movie. It was. It was very cinematic. Wow. Very action packed. Super action packed. I could see it as a film, you yeah. know, 
while we wait for some magic movie, this will have to do. Um, What a cool story. Yeah, Uh, it's a good story. And it's all leading, right? You can feel it leading up to bad Phyrexian times. Yeah, bad Phyrexian times. Phyrexia all will be one. Um, It's a set coming out next, OBS. And that, by the way, previews for that start next Tuesday. Yeah. They're doing like the little first look. First look. Stream. Yeah. So that's going to be next Tuesday, 10 a.m. Pacific on twitch.tv slash magic. Exciting. So a week from today, we're going to know more about Phyrexia Hope you want. Yeah. And find out even more about who's getting slooped and who's not getting slooped. Ooh, who's getting <laughs> slooped. <laughs> We're going to say thank you to Ultra Pro for being one of our amazing sponsors. Yes. Uh, Ultra Pro, there are a ton of secret layers coming out soon. Oh, yeah. One of which is the Transformers secret layer. And they have three sweet playmats from that uh, that just look really, 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 really good. They have Megatron, Optimus Prime, and the AllSpark from the secret layer. Uh, So once again, we always say this, but it's just because it's true. Yeah. If you want to celebrate the awesome crossover art of these cards, like Ultra Pro Playmat the way to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Like this one of the AllSpark is so gorgeous. It's really, really pretty. Um, or if you, you know, if you're if you're big on Transformers, if you want one of Megatron or you want one of Optimus Prime, like again, it just looks great. It just looks yeah. so good. And if you're somebody who likes a little risk with your gifts, uh, something that's cool is you can have a mystery playmat. <gasps> wow. It's 18 bucks. Spin the wheel, see what you get. That's nice. kind of fun. I yeah. think kind of fun thing they have going on right now. Um, They've got a bunch of playmats on sale for 18 bucks, by mm-hmm. the way, too. So if you're not into the Transformers ones, they've got all sorts of ones available for you. Yes. Um, and once again, just like a great thing for gifts for the Magic player in your life. We really love the Glitter Satin Towers, which are just gorgeous deck boxes. Um, again, like so many cool playmats that celebrate great Magic art. I've got this Eclipse uh, two-piece deck box, emerald green right here. So pretty. I love these. These are yeah. like little jewels to hold your decks. And if you put them up, if you get like all the rainbow colors, you can mm. make a beautiful little deck box rainbow in your Great. display, wherever you have them displayed. I think these are really cool. They hold 100 cards. So these yeah. are one of my favorite little stocking stuffers. So think about it, Ultra Pro. Um, if you want to get extra discount, you always can use the code GLHF at checkout. Yeah. For an additional 5% off what other whatever deal you're already getting at Ultra Pro. Nice. Which is pretty sweet. Yep. So get your shopping done, you know? Yep. All right, you beans. That's this episode of Good Luck High Five. Yeah. Um, thank you once again to all of the new patrons. Are we going to read them again? Yes, we <laughs> are. Yes, we are. You know it. Go for it. So thank you again to Kyoji, Brian, Brian, Jadaris, Ernesto, Alan, William, Kenneth, Maria, and Megan are cool. Nathan, Infinity Elemental, Anthony, Brian, Alex, Aaron, Kit, Nick, Lynn, Nick again, Robert, Michael, Egmoji, Wing, Alvaro, Johan, Holly, and Bennett. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, everybody. You make this show happen by being patrons and supporters of it, which is so, so incredibly important. And now this month for Patreon Pleasure Drive Month, you get an extra bonus deal for supporting us too. Remember... These are limited, limited quantity. quantity. So once they are gone, they're gone. We've got about 50 remaining at this point. So the next 50 people to up their pledge by $5 or 
to become a new patron at $10 or more a month gets one of these babies. Yes, Beautiful. absolutely. So thank you, everybody. Patreon.com slash GLHF Magic is where to go if you want to join the fam bam. Uh, thank you to Card Kingdom and to Ultra Pro for being sponsors. Remember to go on your podcast feed um, tomorrow, Wednesday, or YouTube.com slash GoodLuckHigh5 to check out Desk After Dark if you're interested in hearing some conversations about magic coverage. Um, it's a, just a new little offering that we have here from uh, Good Luck High Five Studios nice. for you. Um, and next week, we've uh, also got Judge Rob coming back on the show again. Yeah. Um, what? More magic? The amateuring? Yeah, with Judge Rob. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> so we've got some good stuff coming up for you, everybody. Near the end of the year, we've got really fun episodes like yeah. our, the Crimby Awards is coming up. We love the Crimbies. I love the Crimbies. Excited to give out some new Crimbies this year. Yeah. You know? I love a little year in review. Yes. Very cool. What a year it was, too. Woof. Not done yet. <laughs> Not done yet. <laughs>